1: Guys
0: let's
2: see, let's see Gals, what, what do we got back. here?
3: Here we go,
0: here she is Maria
2: Check Maria out Matt wow. got to something wow. to swipe on his she's Tinder Yeah, she's a little cute. I don't she, really uh... know How Tinder works She's not looking for hookups I just know <laughs> you swipe In different directions
0: Oh, she loves travel and road trips she loves travel and road trips. Yes, she Ooh, does. does dogs mm. or cats? Photography and videography. She dogs, loves photography no and
2: videography, and I don't know why. She also
0: loves dogs. And she
2: also loves dogs. <laughs> and Was she loves love a hog. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Hashtag, We're Wanderlust. Going to find Hashtag out Wanderlust. on our first
2: date. Okay, that's enough of me singing, Jake. Thank you. I didn't come here and use it. Does she like sing. Coachella?
1: are live though uh, You're we're, li- li- we're we live? live we're are not we live?
2: live but we're going to be live yeah, because we will be live. guess what on corridordigital.com on the green light feature yeah. we are going to introduce corridor live as a concept mm. starting with the podcast once that gets greenlit then the podcast is going to be live on YouTube and on the website but only website subscribers are going to be able to comment in the video oh cool and then obviously we can do a little bit more of an interactive element where we can talk to people uh, answer questions and not to have it just be a podcast. We can do like all different forms of <laughs> casting. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Cause we can still, you know, it's, we can still take the time like we do with this. Um, but it'll just be more, there'll be more options for us like yeah. for
0: what wow. whatever we're feeling that day. We could we could have the people judge my Tinder matches. Yeah.
1: That would be <laughs> so, we could swipe with Matt. Swiping with Matt. Yeah. Yeah, swiping <laughs> Say with yes.
0: Matt. Should I swipe right or left?
2: Just an episode <clears throat> called Swiping with Matt. Yeah. And
1: and we have to give you all
2: of your replies. Yeah. You're yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But
1: only based off the information of the, just the first line of their their uh, bio description. That's great. Um, yeah. 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 Well, we know that she's an outdoorsy gal. Yeah. So
0: she likes dogs. Yeah. She loves, she loves dogs. dogs. Netflix. I love Netflix. Great. It's super unique. Yeah, you guys interests. are so you yeah. have so
2: much in common. Dogs we do. and Netflix. Oh, yeah. We do.
0: Dude, I kind of love like sleeping.
1: Made for each other, Netflix
3: and eating is brunch really on a favorites. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking yeah. water. Dude, yeah. you like that too? Yeah, I drink water like a couple times a day. I'm on Tinder? I am <laughs> <You want to laughs> swipe right? Dude, I mean, we have a lot in common. So. That's cool. You right, so, guys so, don't
2: even know which direction to swipe.
0: We were no, we, this whole. Okay, case. why are we
2: talking about this? We we started on this earlier this afternoon because we were trying to conceptualize like the totality of the Valentine's Day render challenge video that we have upcoming. Yeah. So we were thinking like, okay, who's the perfect candidate? It's got to be somebody single somebody who's on tinder eliminates everyone and, and so Except it kind for... of eliminates e- uh, quite a few um and then we would noticed like okay hey uh we've got one candidate and jordan's here with the beer yeah. jordan's jordan's in. Jordan's jordan's in. With <laughs> swipe right on that you beer. accomplished what the
3: guillotine channel never did <laughs> <laughs> So the topic of today's podcast is how do you find a story, Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How it do you sounds find a story? little bit vague and boring, I'll be honest, as a title. But, well, this is a great time for that. Because
1: yes. Because we're literally talking about how we found a
2: story. Exactly. That's so, why I was going into it. Yeah. Whoa, that was whoa, whoa. Eventually, lead in was going <laughs> to, I was going to, wow. yeah. But here's, what, here's why it's not vague. Because
3: if you can find a story in anything, you can captivate people. And right. once you can captivate people with anything, you have the power of making wonderful a wonderful YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a superpower that uh, Nick has developed for years. Matt, you've developed it as well for quite a while. You already had the superpower before you joined us. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't necessarily have that superpower. Oh, hush. Nico. Oh, get out of here. Out yes! Of course you do. <laughs> Uh, Jake's got it, though. If you ever see one of your ad reads, you would know that Jake has the ability to make a good story out of anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Appreciate that. Like today's sponsor, Brilliant.org. Hey! Oh, brilliant. Look at that segue. <laughs> I wasn't even planning that. And now's that time in the podcast where I tell you about today's sponsor, Brilliant. Brilliant is a new sponsor on the Corridor cast, so be nice, okay, and listen up. Brilliant is a math, science, and computer science-based learning website and app. Now, what does that mean? They have interactive learning tools which allow you to fundamentally understand concepts that shape our universe. Do you remember when you were in high school? Hey, maybe you're in high school right now, but I remember when I was in high school and they said, hey, learn these formulas. Well, guess what? I don't remember. Remember any of them today. Through this interactive learning, you develop a framework to understand not only the formulas, but then how to apply them to novel problems. When I was scrolling through Brilliant, one course that caught my eye was the introduction to neural networks. Now, not only did the interactive courses allow me to fundamentally understand how these massive data sets are run through these networks, but All of the courses that Brilliant has have interactive sections like this. You master concepts by solving fun, interactive problems yourself rather than having somebody tell you how to apply a formula. Head on over to brilliant.org slash corridorcast to get started for free. If you're one of the first 200 people to sign up, you will get 20% off your annual premium membership. Uh, But anyways, back to the podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But really, like the the art of telling a story is a unique one and it's something that like it doesn't just apply like doing it in videos you can do it in conversation you can do it in a song it's like the core things like once you can kind of pinpoint them it gives you this power to captivate people and that's kind of what we wanted to talk about in today's podcast
2: yeah it's also um a topic of nick's functional filmmaking episode so i wanted to give people i guess just a little bit of like the Philosophy behind uh, what that episode is, and then like ho- obviously how we apply it, which led us to today of talking about this stupid Valentine's Day <laughs> render video. Um, but more on that later. More on that later, folks. Stay tuned. Uh, more on that later. More on that later. I
0: hey.
2: am. <laughs> um, once you swipe right,
0: right. It's when you swipe right, right. Is it?
3: Wait, you swipe left, right? No, no, no. you no, swipe no. right. right. It's when, right it, when it's right. good, you swipe right. <laughs> When you swipe but left,
0: but what's left after that? Then you you swipe left, right. Wait, which oh, direction okay. are you swiping? We, swip, swip, swiping left is the right move. So If I swipe this way, yes. same direction that you this swipe. This left swipe, my left or no, no, your no. left? No, you have to mirror. No, you do, you don't. I mirror. am mirroring. You, you, you don't mirror me. You do the opposite thing. I... So this, so okay. right, left swipe, right swipe, right swipe is good. Yes, I want to date you. This means <laughs> it's bad.
3: No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Wait, we wait, okay. swipe both ways, right? Then. No, no, no. no if no, you no, go, no,
0: no, <laughs> no, no, then you're just screwed. It's just like
3: you're, you're gambling.
0: <laughs> oh, and boy. every match you get, you have to go out with them. That's that's the rule. Yeah. yeah. Is
2: it yeah. is it like she loves me? She, she loves, loves me not. not. I wish
0: they, they have
1: me.
2: that. Yeah, like a digital version of that. Oh yeah, like
1: the
0: flower petal picker. Yeah. Mm, App developer yeah.
2: just got a great idea. You know, I'm pretty (laughs) sure that all flowers are symmetrical with their petal pattern, meaning that they would have even numbered. Of course. Not necessarily. Not necessarily? Not necessarily. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's five petaled flowers out there. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: They make them all shapes and sizes.
2: Pentagons are
3: symmetrical, and they have odd numbers.
2: That's true. Um, All right. So, anyways, Nick, (laughs) um, just give us, like, (laughs) top-level. Nick, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) Just give give us, like, top-level, like, you know, well let's let's talk about this Valentine's one
3: as an example. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how do you yeah, make okay. a story I and mean,
0: how do you make a story out of a dating app?
1: Like what how what's what's I the mean, angle sometimes the stories just fall into your, your lap and sometimes you have to make a story mm. or find a story rather. So for instance, today we just tackled this problem in our meeting that we had <laughs> an hour ago. Yeah. We're trying to figure out what is the story we want to tell with this? Like, okay, last year we did a Valentine's Day render challenge, and that was really funny. And there was a real story. We were all like, "Hey, we have a couple of days. Oops, <laughs> none of us got Valentine's Day cards. <laughs> Let's just make one in this challenge." So that was a real thing. Um, but what we did today was more of like, okay, how can we change that? How can we spin it? What tools do we have? Yeah, at our, at our disposal here. So, and yes. I, you know, you also want to choose the right story. You know, which stories do you swipe right on? (laughs) How do you
2: you know which ones to swipe right on? Well, I mean, that's a good question. And that's a
1: little bit of what I go into, but more more so what I go into in the functional filmmaking episode is how to have a swipe right story be, or how to have a swipe left story and turn that into a swipe right story. Mm. How
2: to make any story. Whenever how to turn a swipe left into a bride. Yeah, Yeah. but I mean,
1: (laughs) it's meant to be a universal like dive into just like how we approach making our videos. And again, everyone's different. And, uh, you know, each one is special, but there are some universal rules and uh, and little maxims that we have developed over god how many years many years of making vlogs and stories and crew videos now so
2: even those so just disclaimer even those universal truths if you will are still kind of subjective to what our filming style is yeah but and it changes if if you had let's i think we should go around like if you had to point them out like what would you say three things you know like fundamental Okay, it's got to be. It's got to. I mean, you need to have stakes. That's like the main
1: thing I'm talking about. And right. That's what we always focus on: stakes. What are the stakes? Right. Like prime yeah. rib, and or well, yeah, like uh, to exactly. You gotta have <laughs> those juicy yeah. cuts New cuts, cuts, man. But a little bit. I mean, it's the prime rib of storytelling. Um, you know, today, for instance, talking about this Tinder slash Valentine's Day video, it was like, okay, what are the stakes of you guys just trying to make Valentine's Day cards again? For your wives <laughs> It's like we already married them Yeah, married. <laughs> yeah Exactly It's like oh, well, My it. wife they is gonna it. divorce me For like making a Baby Yoda render No Like there aren't Very many real stakes So that means That we'd have to Manufacture some So it's like You wanna minimize How much you have to Manufacture something Right So that was just like Okay there aren't any Natural stakes being Presented here Yeah Like so What are some stakes And then We thought What if it's like what if it's making someone a Tinder profile picture instead? Because there's stakes. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you put yeah. everything out yeah. there. Yeah. And what if it's making, what if it's Nico and Sam making Matt <laughs> <a> Tinder profile <laughs> picture? Um, yeah. You know, so, I mean, I think that's a freaking hilarious story. Like, my boss makes me my Tinder profile Yeah. Do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And especially because you guys are of a generation where you've never used Tinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's weird to say even, but like makes me feel old I'm I'm like on that cusp. But like there will be a lot of, I think, comedy inherently coming from that. Like Matt having to teach you guys how to use Tinder so that you can make him something that's crucial for him to use Tinder. (laughs) Like, so there's like inherent comedy that you can just like hone in on. So we already know. And like we were starting to get into that in our production meeting about this. And I just had to be like, stop. Like, just let's just stop. Until the cameras are rolling, until tomorrow, we're just not going to talk about this. And here we are. But yeah, here we go. (laughs) So that's kind of. I mean, first of all, it's the whole first part of what that class is is how do you choose the story you want to tell? Because there's a lot of ways you could go. There's a lot of different ways. So how do you choose the story you want to tell? Stakes, stakes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You do your research, you weigh the stakes, Mm -hmm. and you communicate with your subject and get them on board. Make sure it's a story your subject wants to tell too. Cuz there's nothing more disheartening, more disheartening and exhausting than trying to force your subject to follow a story. Yeah. Um it right. never turns out as good as if they're on board and it's something yeah. that they're motivated by. Right. So,
0: yeah. If you're talking subjects too, I think another like key fundamental thing is having good characters yes. in your stories. Yes. So it's super important to have characters that have like strong motivations. Yeah, definitely. And we got a pretty strong motivation in this hopelessly single person Boom. who <laughs> needs to get a Valentine before Valentine's.
2: Yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like it's starting to affect your work productivity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it all the time. It's all I think about We see him. Temporary's like, rolling around. You get awesome. the shot where it's like Nico peering around the corner and then the punch zooming on Matt's screen. Dude. And he's like working on his... He's working on photoshopping his face to like make <laughs> himself look better In his profile picture we should, should this soul video, soul. we should open
1: this video with like uh, that one song. It's like it's showing everyone with their partners opening Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's like do 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 like Nico's like
3: looking at Ivy's picture and like Matt just sitting there like Man. Yeah, photoshopping all day. <laughs> You know, no, but- it's probably worth talking a little bit about where like character motivation comes from though. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a word, you know, you throw on a lot when you're talking about stories, but like what is character motivation and Interesting. you know, it comes from objectives. It comes from goals and that all ties back into the stakes, right? Cause a stake is what happens when, when you don't meet your objective, mm-hmm. what happens when things go wrong. So if Matt's motivation is to have a Valentine's date, well, it's like, what is the motivation? Well, Matt's goal is finding somebody, you know, and that motivates him to then go and yeah. make a Tinder profile and try to solve this problem. Because if he doesn't solve the problem, then the stakes manifest themselves. He's yeah. going to cry alone in the bathroom for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a
2: stake without a goal. But you need to, you is, also need to establish the stakes, isn't. too. Is a is a pork tenderloin. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. It's not a steak at all. Yeah. Yeah. It really is never a steak. It's only a steak, respective to the goal. Though that's a, yeah. a thing. Like jokingly, True. as much as we're talking about, that's a super important thing to point out. Like you, you have a ch- you have a goal, and then the steak is like how how cl- how much you're gonna have to overcome mm-hmm. to get to that yeah. goal, um, and what happens if you don't? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the stake. You know. I mean, the stakes well,
3: inform you as to like how emotionally charged are you to achieve your result? How motivated are you? Yeah. Because if the stakes are low, I mean, but then again, it's actually not really true. I take that back. Stakes don't have to be big, because. <laughs> As we saw in the AI video, a candy bar works fine for videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. I, if <laughs>
0: think, you make
1: a joke out of it,
0: though. Yeah. Because yeah, our yeah. extreme
3: reactions made that into a joke. It's either joke. a
0: joke or it's like the characters that are in your story that th- matters to them. Yeah. Like right. the stakes are really high for them. They, they Even can, though maybe stakes are as an audience member, you don't think the stakes are high, you know, pr- from your perspective. Yeah. Because you see the characters like really caring about, you know,
1: their end goals, that's really what matters. And that's where... You know, it's, the small amount of directing comes in. And mm-hmm. acting. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. An and acting, acting. Performance. as well. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to translate that passion and that that need to succeed and goal into what the audience can see. Mm-hmm. So, like, Ren is super passionate <laughs> about putting a Nerf dart on a drone. Nerf gun on a drone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... How do we make the audience as excited? Well, it's not hard when it's Ren. But, sure, you yeah. know, for other people who maybe aren't as charismatic or good on camera, you can really
3: have to squeeze it out of them sometimes. Yeah. So. Well, you guys solved that problem really well with the drone video. Because imagine that video where Ren goes, I want to put a Nerf gun on a drone. And he proceeds to try to put a Nerf gun on a drone. And he eventually succeeds in putting a Nerf gun on a drone. And he shoots some Nerf darts. And that's the end of the video. Like, that's a boring video. Yeah. It might seem interesting, but the moment you're a minute into the video, you're like, why am I watching this? Yeah. It's because it's missing something. That video is one of my favorite videos we've ever done.
2: So, how did you fix that?
3: How did you make it a good video?
2: So, we entered Jan's. We leaned in. (laughs) We leaned in. And
1: this is another thing that's covered, but we leaned into the real events that went down. And part of what's magical about Corridor is that we have a group of characters essentially that are all. In proximity to each other Some, so yeah. sometimes magic just happens and jan obviously i mean i think he felt that there was a story here <laughs> and like obviously like he's a huge nerf fan too so i think there's an automatic well you know, that's
2: another huge thing yeah. that that it, i don't know if people know is like jan is perhaps more obsessed about nerf than anyone i've ever yes. met in my entire life um, so, so like those scenes
1: where he's like taking his headphones off and looking up over the computer, like that thing will never fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. all real. Like right. that was a Jan doing that. And then we're like, and then it's like, oh, okay, there's our story. There yeah. It is. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you lean into that. Yeah. So then we lean into it with the end battle, which is by the way, really interesting from a, I think just like perspective of this is the first actual Time we've seen a drone do combat with a human that was really trying to take it down. <laughs> yeah. And we're actually yeah. seeing the superiority that a drone there's been no other example of like can a drone with a projectile on it beat a human that really wants to fuck it up. Right. Yeah.
2: And that yeah. is like all we have to go. I mean, on it, right now. also the pi- there was a piloting, obviously it's a Oh, huge it, it's all about only, yeah, it's all about Ren's but it's funny skill that, with it, that, but
1: it is possible. You could you right. could actually make a drone with a weapon. A feasible battle right. implement
2: yeah and so is the, crazy it's it's, yeah. ren it, it's basically it. <laughs> like with ren's piloting skills it's just an extension like a sword is an dude. extension of the wrist like it's just an extension of ren in that yeah. sense you know it's just like instead of his effectual point being close to his body it's just <laughs> it's, over there which is crazy because dude i mean imagine the implications of that right <laughs> yeah
3: oh they're I mean, already working right. on it dude. hard tangent guys here we go Boom. we'll Uh-oh. come back we'll come back but let's talk about drones that have been weaponized for just one quick yeah. second yeah. <laughs> <talk about laughs> Which as a filmmaker you come up with crazy scenarios all the time yeah like before 9-11 happened like filmmakers came up with the idea of planes flying into like a u.s capital mm-hmm. yeah. you know it's like it's in i think a tom clancy book if i'm not mistaken um it's so like these ideas in already existed
2: Day, they blew up the white house well that was aliens the shooting with a green laser. Oh, okay. oh never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Slightly different. Slightly. a little different okay
3: yeah. um but you know the specifics of like how because you have to you sit there and you have to like how how is the bad guy going to do his thing what's going to be unique about it what's going to be clever about it and you end up having to like brainstorm these things and in doing so you start to realize like oh dang this is like Here's a way you could really fuck some people up. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like one of those things is is drones. And like, you know, we think about putting something that shoots projectiles on a drone. You don't have to do that. Drones are cheap. The drone itself is the weapon. You could easily weaponize a drone by just putting an explosive on a drone and flying the drone into something. It happens. It happens all the time. They've been doing that, yeah. Yeah. In Syria, they're dropping explosives and it's pretty crazy. Like, and it's weird that we don't really like talk about it much because I feel like yeah, you know the media and like there's a lot of these things it's like it'd be really easy to do this if people thought about it more but we just don't talk about it so it doesn't happen right and like weaponizing of drones is one of those things that would be really easy to do but we just don't talk about okay. it and like that's we even like talked about like yeah. should, what, what if we made a video like you know a sci-fi thing or a thriller thing that was one of the things like that happened in it We're like oh we don't really want to give people ideas and mm-hmm. like
2: in you know delve too deep into this but yeah, crazy. No, I mean, totally. The you can I mean if you're if you're vile enough, you can come up with a way to hurt hurt people yeah. in all kinds of different ways. It's sure. a, it's a deep sure. dark rabbit hole that has no end. Um You don't need wa- warehouses full of like barrels of chemicals with like no, death charges on them anymore. No, you don't. No. Like that's the thing. People That's that's why I'm kind of like that's why the libertarian in me is like, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. Like people are people because um the law will never stay ahead of people like you can legislate and make laws for absolutely everything. But what ultimately what binds people to live together peacefully is just trust. Mm -hmm. And like you, you trust that when you drive down the road, the person in the opposite lane is not going to swerve into your lane and kill you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, uh, I trust that a lot less here, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but like that's that. And that happens every (laughs) single day in every, every place and time and manner in which people interact. Mm -hmm. There's like, there's just this common common yeah, sense. Um, now you know we can we can say, oh well, if you do that, then this will happen, right? And that helps, but like at the end of the day, it just comes down to that. I mean, I mean most thankfully, most people aren't maniacal. Yeah, thankfully. Um. So yeah, but, but I mean, anyways, um, <laughs> drones be scary, man. <laughs>
3: but back to okay. the video. So you know, I think the ingenious thing was you you guys figuring out that there's a story here. This, there's a, the story is not necessarily about Ren building the drone. The story is about Ren beating his friend in a mm-hmm. contest. So now there's stakes, right? There's emotional stakes. Oh, yeah. I need to beat my friend. Why? I don't remember why, but I'll just assume it's going to make Ren happy. <laughs> you know, he doesn't <laughs> want to be run
1: the by Jan. Things,
2: There was actual. was it, it like Jan
3: if... wanted to take it down with an
1: axe?
2: Well, is Ren Jan... only made one of them, too. Yeah. 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 And so if Jan actually oh, yeah. broke it. He, 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 he wanted then, to take it down. Yeah. He wanted to destroy it. Now the other thing to point out here that you mentioned earlier, but I think we need to we need to sync up is is the idea of taking what you actually get from mm-hmm. both your characters and from your actual circumstances and then only manufacturing like what's absolutely necessary to take it from point A to point B. Yeah. Just like the glue. If, yeah, like if, if you if you went up to who would be completely unenthusiastic about drones? Like, I don't know. Um, Jordan? Jo- Jordan, maybe? Yeah, like, she, uh, she, maybe she is, maybe she isn't, but, like, you take some <laughs> random person doesn't fly them, doesn't, yeah. doesn't... And you're like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. Right? You're going to fl- gonna. Christian build- would be like, what? Or, like, <laughs> yeah. even me, I'd be
1: like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah. And then you take the
2: antithesis person, the the anti-hero, Jan, and you're like, okay, yeah. then you're going to try to take it out. Like, why am I yeah, doing this? It. No, you exactly. can't force it. No, exactly. And so even though... Even though we didn't, even though it wasn't like we were sitting around one day and yeah. Jan and Ren came to a head <laughs> and they just happened to yeah, do it. Yeah, it just happened to do it and we captured it yeah. on camera. <laughs> there's still like those inherent characteristics of those people that we pitted against oh, yeah. each other uh, mm-hmm. to get that story. And so I don't know. Maybe sometimes people are disenfranch- disenfranchised or dis, dis- like enchanted enchanted that's that's what i'm looking for disenchanted about like oh well you just made it up but that's yeah all of all of storytelling is like taking something that's there and then just going what if it was like that mm-hmm. yeah that's like exactly
1: that's like reality <laughs> documentary or it's i don't know what genre we fall into it's like half yeah. reality half narrative it's like a video blog yeah, video blog kind of. It's like a video,
0: Do they have a name for that? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not a blog. We'll, we'll figure that out later. It's never been done before. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you should check out this creator called Casey Neistat. Is it Niste? Casey Neistat? Yeah. 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 Something like that. But yeah. he, he does some really good um. Video blogs. Video blogs, yeah. Video blogs. Blogs. yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, he lives in like Chicago or something. But, um, okay. uh <laughs> Really what it is, is you want to meet with your characters and get on the same page about that story from the get-go, because then you can set yourself up for capturing a real story and being on the same page for that. Because, like, you know, using Ren's video or this Tinder video, like, Ren could have... We could have shot a million different story beats for that. It could have been like, yeah, my motor works, you know, or the shooterizer finally works, and that's, like, the main clincher, like that could have been what we're shooting for, and it would still be be just as real of a video. Yeah. And probably, with the help of some editing, be maybe as impactful, but probably not as much. Right. So the fact that we decided this is all going to be about this battle, this duel coming up, that the fact that we're all on the same page about that through the week-long process means that I don't have to do much directing because they already know yeah. what we're shooting for. They know the story. Right. Everyone's on the same page, and we can let those real moments play out with as little meddling as possible. And, like, yeah, like, we'll get, like, talking heads and, like, pick up shots so, and, like, all that stuff, but. Okay,
2: so what, so what, here, I'm typing a comment. Yes, Nick, <laughs> but what happens when the characters don't do what you expected?
1: Uh, well, either you go with it and that, you just roll with it if yeah. it works. Or, I mean, sometimes you'd have to put your filmmaker hat on right, and
3: get in and, like, you know direct them yeah and one of the most common like questions you get as a director from an actor is what's my intention yeah with this line with the scene like why am i doing this and when you establish like a conflict or a goal in real life very often you you don't get the questions anymore yeah Mm -hmm. you just follow and film it and something's going to happen yeah i mean it kind of does eliminate that question
1: um i mean there's not many times that you know I'm working with Ren, and he's asking me, "Why am I doing this?" You know, <laughs> it's really me asking him, "Why are you doing this?" Yeah. So I know like how to like explain this to the audience. So it's like that's the difference because yeah, right, narrative every day directing and is ninety percent explaining motivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you doing this?" Um, but like, you know, that's just an example of like, if you just find people who are passionate, and that's what you base your content around, you're gonna have a good time. And you're going to have good stories coming from that because, you know, again, the best videos are the ones that have true passion igniting mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. ideas. So, like, that's step number one is, like, make sure that whoever you're filming or whatever you're filming knows the intention of your story. So that's the first thing we talk about yeah. in the functional filmmaking episode.
2: Yeah. Uh The intention, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, like, just figuring out it's, like, the pre-production aspect of, of the video. So... And then, you know, we kind of take it from there. I mean, the, the episode follows me making the, uh, the <laughs> Avatar 2 uh, <laughs> yeah. video with Sam. And, like, we filmed that video while we were, I was actually making that video. So, it, you know. <laughs>
3: he had a person filming it's a person It's yeah, a no, person. It was like <laughs> a BTS
1: perception because Carmichael, Dan, Jordan's filming Daniel. She's filming for Instagram. Daniel's filming for the vlog. Daniel's filming Carmichael, who's filming me. Filming filmmaking. Filmmaking. and you're filming weirdest. Sam yeah, there's like a horror, clip of this horror, on horror yeah. horror this so the funny. human video centipede. Yeah. It's yeah. literally a human yeah. video centipede like this feedback of media capturing going on. This feedback loop.
3: Never have we ever knocked out so many different videos so, so many different channels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's on. peak e-efficiency. Efficiency. E efficiency. <laughs> um but yeah, um Do you remember back in the day we had the uh like, our initial rule set when we were approaching the vlogs and, like, trying to figure out, like, here's the rule for how we need to make stories. Do you remember our rule set? Oh, God. I, I'm sad to say I don't. Not, not, so, not rules. So some of them are I already ne- talking about. I never listen to the rules. <laughs> <laughs> our guidelines. Um, they more like guidelines. So the first one was, you know, state what you're trying to do, what your goals mm-hmm. are, and state what's at stake if you fail, you know? My goal is to make a drone that can shoot a Nerf dart. And if I fail, Jan is going to gloat over me for the rest of his life that he is better than me at Nerf. You know? Whatever. And the stakes don't actually matter, as long as they're important to the characters. It can be a candy bar. It can be the end of the world. It only matters if the character is emotionally invested in it. Um, So truly, you can make a story out of anything. But that's only the beginning step. Because then you need to establish... Uh, something, go- like, what's in your way? What's going to prevent challenge. you from just easily... Conflict. Yeah, it's like, so then I hit a button and a drone came out and I was done. Like, you know, what's the challenge? What's the yeah. problem? Well, it's hard to make a drone. The shooterizer doesn't work. The propellers are imbalanced. The battery's gonna die too soon. These are all problems that are gonna prevent me from reaching my goal, and if I don't reach my goal, the stakes kick in. Yeah. So you establish the problems, and then you also establish how you plan on surmounting those problems, how you're going to overcome them. And then you watch as the character attempts to do that. Mm-hmm. And that we applied to, I remember we applied it to anything like literally it could be, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm missing a file. If I don't find the file, I'm not gonna get the video done in time. So the challenge is I need to find it. But that's honestly a challenge. That's just your goal. The challenge would be, but I only have 10 minutes to do so, mm-hmm. or the search function doesn't work in windows. So to come up with a solution, I'm going to try this and like, once you start doing that, then the story happens. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you don't have any middle to your story. You only have your beginning and end. It's all so about it, those stakes, man. Here's Literally. what it
2: was. Here's the trutons. <laughs> it was goals, stakes, challenges, in that order, mm-hmm. followed by the philosophy of show, don't tell. Yep. So I know you all heard show and tell but guess what? It's not show and tell. Mm-hmm. It's show don't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, because no one wants to hear you say tell them about something yeah. that you did or going to do. They want to see that play out with respect to the context that you just gave them when you st- give them the goals, stakes, and the challenges. And that's still pretty much how we do the setups and the payoffs of what we do
1: now. Yeah, Yeah. I always try to do that. That's definitely... And for narrative directing, too, always yeah. show. If you can, always show. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, like...
2: Or imply. Normally, most lines can be shown, not said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I look... But, like, yeah. Even some yeah. of the... Even some of the videos that aren't that old, <laughs> I... Like, I was watching the PUBG Mobile video, mm-hmm. and, like, I jump into the van with you guys, and it's like... Man, if we could reshoot that scene. (laughs) What what did you say? Just my lines are so drawn out. I'm like, guys, thank you for saving me. (laughs) Now, let me give you this. And let me give you this piece Uh, of information. And it's like, it's those pauses in between the lines. I mean, most people don't know Mm. it, but it's like dumping a bunch of information. I could have said all that in like two lines.
1: I (laughs) think it's a bit different when you're making internet tailored content. I'm sure there's an element of that. Like, you need to really, like, be more in people's faces with
3: info, maybe, and not, like, take the... But honestly, I've been watching movies through this lens for a while now, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's the same thing. And movie editing has changed, you know? To be fair, like, now it's, like, way more to the point. But I think it's worth pointing out, like, nowhere in this is the discussion of, and you need to show the emotion. Like, emotion almost doesn't matter because... The characters are just a vessel for the audience to put themselves in Dude, their shoes.
1: That is so true. And it's like the biggest thing I've learned is like actors don't really need to act. They just need <laughs> to like, they just need to do simple tasks. And like you Vincingly. can break down those simple yeah. tasks so fucking basically. Mm-hmm. And like that's where you'll get good acting. If they're thinking about the arc of the whole movie and it's like they're faxing a paper in the scene which a lot of actors do they're like how does this tie in it's like no (laughs) your goal your sub goal is to load the paper (laughs) in the in this bigger goal which is to send the fax and the bigger goal which is to send the valentine's fax to your girlfriend so she married like it's like but you're only thinking about that one thing in this moment like don't think about the weight of the world right now right? because you you
2: won't (laughs) you're not and most of the time when you do something it's yeah. like when I'm te- when I'm saying this yeah. sentence right now, I'm not thinking about like, oh, okay, well, this is going to be in a podcast, and then that's going <laughs> to be part of this, and then it's going to be part of that. It's like, no, I'm just yeah. reacting to what you were saying, and then yep. saying giving you something back. Yeah. Um, yeah, just no, that's good advice. Like, actors don't need to act. Yeah, just, it's just less is more. You need to react. <laughs> really,
1: really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just do, yeah. yeah,
2: Well, the thing is, if you if you laid out
3: your story points. the audience is thinking about how would they feel Mm -hmm. in that situation? That's kind of what you want, you know? So your character ends up in a spot where they're not going to achieve their goal. The stakes are going to come rushing home. What's going to happen to them. And then you go, boy, if I was in that situation, I'd feel really nervous. Mm -hmm. That's what you want. Mm -hmm. And then you want to fuck with the audience and not give them what they would feel. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Or you just, you know, you, you draw it out or you put a twist on it or whatever, but yeah, yeah, it's, you know, acting's important, but, it's almost like being a puppet and I'm, I'm sorry to all the actors <laughs> listening to this podcast, but it's almost more important to be a puppet to convey information than it is to like be authentic and like give deep emotions. And that's not, the, that's not true for every story by any means, but like, you know, if you're going to be crying on the scene, it, usually it's because your character should be crying the this situation, not because we want to see you in pain. Yeah. You know, it's just, you're just being a puppet. It's, you're just This is what the character would be feeling. That's why Ryan Gosling, I think, is a good actor. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Because there's just
1: enough not going on where the audience (laughs) can put themselves into those eyes that are just staring off into the distance. Yeah, Yeah. Like, there's just enough of that disconnect where it's like, Okay, I can actually like put myself in that moment of just like wonder.
2: He's yeah, got that you. Clint yeah. Eastwood school of thought. Yeah, sure. Like him, but like, and him and he's Tom not doing Hardy. Much. Yeah, well, he doesn't like, need well, to. It's also
0: like he's supported. Looking around, or any actor is supported by the craft of the film. That you know, too. That too. in that like, for example, like this the fax thing, the fax scenario. Right, if you want him to be thinking about his girlfriend <laughs> while he's sending the fax. Well, what do you do? I mean, you don't yeah. need you don't need to <laughs> see that show in the that? performance necessarily. You need to cut to a shot of his girlfriend, or like what he's thinking about. If that's yeah. the, if that's the kind of story you want yeah. to tell, mm-hmm. it's like that Hitchcock thing where it's it's all oh, yeah. about the um, it's all
3: about little moments. It's all about little those moments little moments cut Yeah, yeah,
0: and how you yeah. cut them together and how you tell your story. There's, you, there's you, also
3: that Russian filmmaker that did the psychology experiment where maybe it wasn't a Russian filmmaker. I can't oh, it's
0: Hitchcock. Hitchcock
3: was. The, I think that's what you're talking. It's about. like where you show some imagery and you show a person's yeah. blank face. Yes. Yeah. I believe it was a psychology experiment actually. And the people would write down what that person was feeling. And so it was the same picture of a person's face every time, but depending on the image shown before, people would be like, Oh, that man, he's lost in sorrow. Oh, he's he's trying to hold back laughter. He's thinking about mm-hmm. when he was a child. Like they're yeah. they're applying all of that just by yeah. showing an image and showing the person looking
0: yeah, sure. theoretically looking at it. Yeah. It's that emotion association man, where that's it's just so... like it doesn't really matter like your your inner thoughts are important for you as an actor, just to like, you know, really get into your character. But really at the end of the day, it's about editing. You know, it's about like what you <laughs> yeah. cut together and how you weave that story. Mm-hmm. And story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's like if you as long as you give the audience facts, like, you know, here is a car crash and two people died. Boom, here I'm playing it out in front of you. It's a movie. Boom. You watch a car crash, cut to a person watching it. Don't they don't need to act. All you need to do is cut to the person watching mm-hmm. it and immediately the audience goes, okay. What is that person thinking? What are they feeling? What's going on? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's all you have to do as a filmmaker to imagine, tell a story.
2: Imagine this. Okay. There's like three images. There's like one image of children playing. There's one image of like a, an impoverished person. And then there's one image of like a wedding, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in between those images, you cut to an emotionless <laughs> image of somebody else. Yeah. As if they're watching that. Sure. But they have the exact same expression, use the exact same footage each time. If you go children playing, emotionless person, what do you think? What's wrong with them? You know? Uh, impoverished person. What emotionless do those person. Do? They lack empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh wedding, emotionless person. Are they not happy about this? He's probably single. E- He's each, one, yeah, each one of them brings up three enough. each one of them brings up three different emotions that we perceive onto that person. Just because of the image that came before it Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with their image. So think about that when you're like consuming, not just like entertainment, but think about that when you're consuming information about the world and what Mm -hmm. other people are telling you about the world. Like, it's like, what was the information they gave me before this? What was the headline? What was the, what was the image that came with it? What was like, cause that's all. If you think the news media doesn't do that, like oh, they're, they're they're like they the do. best at it, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> yeah. um, so the, it's just interesting how like the same philosophies apply to like entertainment and like you know stories that we want to utilize to like inspire people to you know enjoy not just enjoy our stories but like do what we hopefully we're inspiring people to like do what they want to do in life, mm-hmm. and then also how that can be used as a tool to. Manipulate too. It's it's sure. like yeah. That's why no, the, that's powerful. The, the idea, sure. yeah, the idea of the empathy machine being like film, you know, or or just me, moving picture in general still applies. Yeah. Um, it's just funny. There's so much of it now. I don't know if we think about that, but it's definitely, crazy. yeah, definitely watered down. Yeah, yeah. Like it's definitely just
1: there's there is so much oversaturation, but yeah, I mean, all those principles are. Somewhat applied to the stuff we do yeah. on the crew channel with the vlogs and, you know, experimental videos and stuff still. Even more so now that now that we're more a little bit more like it's a little bit less free form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. not in the actual like events of what happens, but like now that there's so many more people here and it's not just like six guys sitting around in a studio with Carmichael filming, <laughs> you know, which is only like two or three years ago. By that the was way. only a couple of years ago. <laughs> crazy. That's so but, crazy. I mean, you know, people always say like, Hey, why don't you guys do all the vlogs where you're just, you know, following us around everyday life in the studio. And it's like, yeah, there's so many reasons for that. But one is that, that, that magic is, can't be recreated now. Because mm-hmm. the only reason we were able to do, like, two stories cutting back and forth together every other week or every other day was because there was literally, like, just enough people, like, six people doing their own thing was yeah. just enough to, like, and it wasn't too big to hinder that. Right. But it was enough for, like, one guy, Carmichael, and then eventually me once we started growing. Yeah. To, like, cover all that stuff, that, everything that was happening. Like, everyone had something going on at all times, and we'd, that would feed the machine. you know, of stories that we were telling. Yeah. But it's a little bit different now, I feel, in that, like, once you start adding more gears to the machine, if you start pulling out a gear, Mm -hmm. it will derail everything. So, like, we just have to be more tactical about which gears we pull, how they intersect. Yeah. And Daniel, like, you might say, well, Daniel's making blogs, right? But, like, you'll see the stories he's telling are also more put together than what we like Way they're more also so. it's a totally different kind of video yeah but i think that's well that's a mostly from daniel's artistic uh like vision but also i think it's just like you have to be a little bit more tactical and a little bit more have that producer hat more when yeah. you when you're filming around here these and, days
2: and we used to fi- i mean look I, it, as much as the vlo- the old original vlogs are as much as they have a special place in my heart <laughs> like not a lot of those are that entertaining like you know it's like 30 like some of those got like 30 40,000 views because it's just us like fucking around <laughs> you know that, and it's like yes that's it that's when we started to be like hey why aren't these getting views you know yeah. why don't these have like more interest and we're like oh it's probably be because in this one that has a hundred thousand views, there's like a goal, you know? and it's like maybe yeah. we should add goals.
1: Oh yeah, okay. To the
2: that hey, we're yeah, yeah. But hey. that's how you do it. Like, you, how else would we have known? There's no school for this. No, yeah. yeah. You can't just be like, oh, you vlog it, school.
1: Yeah. No, um, well, for sure. I mean, dude. there's like you have that that uh, idyllic, like sense. I think when you watch the vlogs, that like the stuff's just always happening, and like, yeah, we captured that. And that was the reality of it. And like, it's still a magical place. I'm not saying the magic's gone. I'm just saying like, I feel like the videos, I feel like the videos have gotten so much better because we've been able to just hone in on all the good parts. Right. And yeah. I know like, well, you I thought down. it was good when it was just like slice of life, like fine. But like, same time, like you were saying, looking back on those videos, it's like, if you wanted to boil down one of those videos to someone, what what do you show them? Like, like I would constantly find myself being like, this video is dope. I'm going to show, like, my friends, my family. And I'd, like, open the video, and then, like, half of it is something they don't give a crap about. <laughs> and it's like, oh, i just skip back to that. And then it's like, okay, oh, that's a sponsor segment. Skip past that. <laughs> it's like, and then I show them this little chunk, and they're like, what? <laughs> but that's, like that's everybody else besides the croutons. Like, you know, so like I'm just, yeah, we get to still like keep those cool experiments and stories and like have people actually on a wider scale care. Yeah. Which is Mm -hmm.
2: dope. It's refining it. Yeah. Refining it and refining it. And, Um, And then when we, when we do bring something out, into the ocean of internet content, yeah. we're like, well, ye humble now. viewers, yeah. <laughs> look at the refined gold which we have found for you. <laughs> this nugget, it is pure and honest. <laughs> Let it be."
1: <laughs> yeah. So, that's. I think it's a positive change. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. found we've found a good thing here, and that's
0: that's all from focusing the story, right? Whereas, like before, you were kind of. I think it's focusing the story.
1: Forth. I mean, we've also as Jake can can speak to we used to do a lot more like DIY craft stuff i think it's focusing mm-hmm. in yeah. on the niche that we're like right
2: we have to pigeonhole ourselves a bit I do. which is yeah yeah if I, if yeah, we would have yeah if we would have gone down the path of like continuing the DIY stuff like that really would have required me to like build out an entire other arm <laughs> of mm-hmm. the company not saying it can't happen um, man. because you look at like what's that dude in montana alex Steele, or is that a porn guy i don't know (laughs) there's there's a dude no there's a dude out of montana who's like a metal fabricator and uh he's actually from the uk but he wound up in montana and he's got this whole workshop and it's like every day he's like working on all kinds of insane diy stuff and you know swords and like hammers and like you he, he does all the medieval weapons and yeah stuff. yeah i've seen this stuff. um and so i was inspired a lot by a lot of what he was doing and i was like man this would be cool and this would be great and we we were coming up with like good storylines to follow through on on that and um you know i think the the epitome of it was the chainsaw video <laughs> like we finally like yeah nailed it and then the guillotine, guillotine stuff build, was great. Yeah.
1: That was some of the
2: best Jake builds shit content. But the <laughs> thing about those is that it's when when you gotta go for you have the elevator pitch. You know it's like, look yeah. everyone knows that YouTube's a platform, da 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 Hey what's your channel about? Exactly. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. Like you you only have that amount of time to capture someone's attention. And like, yes, once they've, once their attempt, attention has been captured, you can tell a greater story, but still to get them there from start to finish from like the 15 seconds that you have to the 15 minutes that you have, you got to be rule number one with entertaining people is don't waste people's time. Yeah, Like you gotta, you gotta do that. And, and it's just with the skill sets that you guys have on the, on the post front, like the, the actual ability to render and create things with computers is, like, a completely different skill set. And obviously the rest of our content is tailored to that. So, like, going down the road of doing heavy DIY stuff is is just not... Yeah. It doesn't fit with the rest of the narrative. I mean, that was just know? one of the branches. Like, there's so many... Right. We, had, yeah. we had a magic video, which is an
1: amazing <laughs> video. Don't get me wrong. I, that's amazing. Brian Markinson, shout yeah. out. But, I mean... <laughs> Hey, like, check out this magic video on the <laughs> channel. And we did VFX too, and right. we built a chainsaw. Yeah. Also. Yeah, yeah. He built a chainsaw. <laughs> he built a chainsaw. He built.
2: He does magic, and that guy did effects. All right, on to the next one, guys. See you in a day and a half. So, so, next, tomorrow, we're going to go to the ocean and look at some fish. Yeah, and then imagine. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: imagine. Oh, and by the way, before that, we're going to go to the park and play arrow <laughs> uh, <Aero laughs> golf. Yes. Dude, that's and right. I mean.
1: There's yeah that's that was a an amazing uh thing to have because yeah. we just like but the, it was also like we were just mining for for uh So imagine b- back to the whole game of life thing another random tangent in the channel which is amazing but like we were just looking for what's our niche yeah cuz right now Imagine if one. you listen to one. a band like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and like you're
2: a different like, genre oh, dude, every song. I really love fucking corridor crew music. Dude. And they're like, What what's that? What what are they kinda music do they make? And you're like, Well, they do a little bluegrass <laughs> and uh a little progressive rock and a little EDM and a little lo-fi. They're yeah. like, What? What so what songs did I listen to? And you're like, that sounds I like an awesome band. <laughs>
3: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's
0: it's
2: corridor people. It's worth mentioning we don't
3: like this is something we've very much acknowledged and worked into our strategy, but we're not necessarily going, we're only doing this one thing. Yeah. Like, we still have that variety. We're just a lot more measured about when it reaches prime time and gets put in front of, you know, a million people on cord. It's because,
1: dude, like, we've freaking, we've been raising our own ceiling and now we got to build more stairs to get there. <laughs> yeah. uh, seriously, like.
2: There's a, it's, it, yeah. I know it'll shift eventually. Like, the winds yeah. of, the winds of taste. shift. That's a beautiful part. Shift. And as an artist, you need to be open and receptive to that. Yeah. You can't just be like no offense, Harley, but epic meal time <laughs> like you can't just produce the same i love yeah. I love those guys, but like they've produced the same video for the last twelve years, sure. pretty much, and it's like that's
1: it's easy to fall into that yeah, comfort, i don't sure. I don't
2: ever want to do that, like no offense it works for them no, and I mean, it works it for other people, but yeah. like I just at the end of it, I know the winds of change will come, and we'll have to you know. A shift in the wind foretells a change in the weather, <laughs> you know. And, and we'll have to do something else and like up our game in another way. And that, but that 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 force of life causes you to be a better artist at the end of the day. Yeah,
3: there's a there's okay. a bit of a, I guess, a philosophy behind things going viral, um, and you can phrase this in different ways. What it really boils down to is, is someone with a unique perspective can share that unique perspective that only that person can have on something that's a common experience, you will end up with interest. So this is a, this is a different aspect of storytelling. Now we're getting into like information, but you know, it's kind of like the whole, you know, professional rock climber, you know, uh, breaks down wall climbing, rock climbing scenes from movies, you know? So only that one, like maybe another professional rock climber could talk, but like only professional rock climbers Mm -hmm. could come in and break down a rock climbing scene for movie and be like, this is what they're doing. Right. This is what they're doing wrong. And you're interested because that person's in, a professional. Um, and it's just similar thing, like, you know, Stuntmen React. Like, we probably, like, we might be able to do an episode or two of Stuntmen React without an actual stuntman on the show. But beyond that, like, mm. we have to have a professional stuntman yeah. because they are a very unique individual with a very unique point of view. That can talk about a common experience, which is, say, an Avengers movie. Right. You know, everybody's seen an Avengers movie except for Clint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> but not everybody can sit down and be like, okay, so here's how they did that stunt in Avengers. Uh, and, you know, I've seen that popping up all over YouTube, you know, a, a doctor giving insight into, you know, a unique medical case that only a doctor can give an insight to. Or, you know, I can go on forever. Why you know, you an artist giving insight to, you know, and so on and so forth. But why do you think people like, those videos well people like learning and like really at the end of the day you're only really going to learn something new if the person talking to you and sharing that information is somebody who's an expert in the thing they're talking about you know like on, even on this podcast we see that happen like our the one where we talked about the luke skywalker deepfake uh that podcast uh, outperformed all the others and we have podcasts where we just shoot yeah. the breeze and talk about what we're interested in but, you know, like, I'm not a professional video game designer. If we talked about video games, you know, it might be fun. It might be fun to hang out and like have the context, but, you know, it's not going to go viral. No one's going to yeah. need to tune in to
2: see what right. Nico has to say about, you know, The Last of Us 2. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if, okay, so on that note, if you go back, I don't know if anyone's ever done this, but if you go back and watch old Joe Rogan podcasts, like the really <laughs> early ones, hmm. it's literally like him and his buddies just just effing around yeah Yeah. just effing around saying like stuff that he could not say which they probably (laughs) quote him on all the time yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then you you can see over time he began to refine his process same exact thing like he he began to understand like oh okay like when i do this like people are more receptive to it when i do that people aren't when i have these types of people speak about these types of things it's more interesting to more people generally Mm -hmm. like as a as a creator you're gonna you're gonna recognize those things and yeah. you're gonna track them and pay attention to them because that's gonna help you inform hey people are responding to this like mm-hmm. if you didn't do that you'd be a bad artist you know yeah and so yeah i just like i don't know it's it's interesting to see how that i mean it's why it's we're doing this no podcast how to make a story out of anything featuring
3: nick laurent <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. well, <laughs> you know? it is yeah because
2: yeah. we were talking we were like hey we we and we kind of knew this about the podcasts like obviously the ones where we focus more on what the common niche of the content is across the, across all of our content like they tend to have people tend to tune into them more yeah. and so we just thought well let's let's keep going in that direction because that's what people want to hear us talk about mm-hmm. um so
1: well like we'd seen little clues too in the past like we'd released a couple of videos where it was like we hadn't quite like Made the full mental connection. The VFX true. artists react like mm-hmm. we did. Like the why do muzzle true. flashes in movies look weird or like yeah. you know? And that was like, but like it didn't quite like get that spark. <laughs> yes. <going> to, like we're <laughs> like, oh, people seem to like when we explain things. Remember? And then it's like we never did anything. We're like, <laughs> oh, how do we do a video about explaining things? <laughs> we never thought to just like do a video explaining things. And like yeah. it just yeah. I mean, I don't know how it took us so long to be honest, but like.
2: Well, because it was, it came, you don't you don't just want to sell out to everything naturally. that it has potential naturally. either. Yeah, like you don't you don't just want to show up and go, "Oh my god, that that could be that could work," <laughs> you know. And well, it, it wasn't just like, the what, potential
1: what? though; it was like we were adding our voice to the Sonic meme, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which was a relevant thing. So it was like that was just like we felt the call, and, yeah, and it just it was a natural thing, which I think speaks to it. The thing is, you I think know, in a world where VFX
3: react didn't happen, you know, you know, we wouldn't have those who do, we'd still have the same, I feel like the same midweek videos are called I me when they come out on Sundays now. <laughs> <laughs> we still have the same other set of videos. I think that we're in now. I feel like the same refining process yeah, would have happened. Definitely. We'd still be doing the satisfying renders, the Luke Skywalker deep fakes, like, because that's, that's the path we were already on, you know, before yes. we started VFX artist react. Um, I just
1: wonder, like. How that would, I I think we would still be kind of a mixed bag channel, which I don't think Mm -hmm. would have taken us on the same trajectory. I I agree. Because, like, that was hurting us, even though it's like some of my favorite videos are the random, like, crafting videos or something. Mm -hmm. Like, on YouTube, I think that consistency is key. Like when you order a National Geographic magazine, you don't want to get. <laughs> Dude, I have, I have, I have people a magazine. small, yeah. I have a
2: small, like, tear out of my eye. Dude, right I know. Now.
1: Well, no, the, the thing is, it's not all positive because now those videos we don't get to make. And, like, you know, like. We were talking about we, we have this knife video that we started shooting. Like, will that ever get done? I think it will. Dude, I think we can that knife
2: video is never getting done. Son. <laughs> For not, on your crew, sixth not on kid. core Not on core I mean, hey, look, like that's, that's the way. In in like five years, like, dude, honestly, the whole like the whole thing could be different. Yeah, and it could be like, well, guess what? I am gonna make this knife video because now. This is interesting, but obviously the story that we tell isn't going to be exactly the same. It all comes down to different in some way. I think if the
1: story is there, we can still
2: have those videos on the channel. Well, that was my main thing is like when we shifted to to more VFX and filmmaking content, my main thing was like, look, the reason why we we call it Corridor Crew is because if it's related to what the crew is working on, then it's relevant to the channel. Which was the thing that we lacked with Cord or Digital. Like it just it was all about singular, perfect Mm -hmm. experience, which is cool. But like we also had to attach it to some other form of relevancy Mm -hmm. that wasn't us. And so as creators, you don't necessarily especially on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you don't want to put yourself in a position where your entire dependency is to make it relevant to something else, Mm -hmm. not to the things that like inspire you. Yeah. Right. So that's the main thing. If we can keep that, I feel like it's always relevant yeah, because it's, it's the things that we're passionate about and things that we're creating. Now it just so happens as we've spun up more and more content that's related to expanding the realm of visual effects and filmmaking, yeah. Obviously we're going to attract more and more people who are into that, not only just personally and within the company but then also the viewership. So obviously now the, fortunately the realm of computer frontier <laughs> is vast and is Business is booming. Is booming. Mm-hmm. So there it's not like we're at the mm-hmm. other side of like a you know something. Um so well, I think
1: that was a discovery for us that we made too. We didn't know that people wanted to see how visual effects are made because we actually thought the opposite. To be honest, yeah. our philosophy, which you were very stringent on, was no tutorials. Yeah, mm. Mm. Like me and Carmichael would want to like slip in a little tutorial here and there. Like, <laughs> hey, what if we just like did a little, and you're like, no, they don't do well, which is true. Unless you're like Andrew Kramer. But the tutorials that's, a whole, don't... that's
2: a whole different type of
1: content. <laughs> for sure. But like tutorials don't pay. So we kind of wrote off the fact that people wanted to learn about VFX. Yeah. To defend myself just a little bit for everybody. Like, <laughs> 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 oh that's all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. The
2: Nico <laughs> hates Andrew Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's a headline for you right there. That'll that'll get views. So I, I do wanna I do want to be specific here. Let me do a little bit. So it wasn't it, it was definitely no tutorials, but it wasn't no teaching. It was yeah. don't sit down with a program and start telling people what buttons to click. Sure. Because that's That's not interesting. That's not a story. Like, teach me stuff. Like, you know, teach me what makes a good muzzle flash. Teach me what makes good CGI. But don't do a tutorial on it, you know? So, you know, teaching can be fun. Learning can be fun. It can be, you know, I I love teaching. I love sharing my knowledge. But, like, you know, learning is also great. It's super fun. Getting entertained and educated at the same time. Edutained is great. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're not making textbooks for people. Right, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So that was a discovery for us, like...
1: Oh, like we can make this fun and educational and entertaining. And it
0: also still kind of follows the guidelines that you set up where it's like the stuff still is not, like we're not just sitting down at a computer and just telling people literally word for word how to do it. It's more like the basic, the core fundamental principles of...
2: 10-hour live stream of how we made
0: the up video.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which, By the way, uh, on Sunday or... Probably on Sunday. No, on Sunday. On, on Sunday. Sunday. On Sunday. <laughs> Let's come uh, Let's come we're, <laughs> we're releasing um, the scale of up, effectively, which is how many balloons would it take to lift the house from up. I mean, I know other people have done this, but you haven't seen it like this. Yes. Mm. Uh, you haven't so, seen it. This is an opus. Really yes. seen it. This is Ren's
3: opus right here. Yes. It is. Um, um, he would be in this podcast if not for the fact that he's. He's cranking on it right now, trying to get it done. He was supposed to sit right here.
2: (laughs) That was going to be right. But I think we made another good one based upon the idea of telling a story out of anything. So I hope you guys sing? enjoyed this podcast. Yes. Yeah, he oh, oh. playing uh, us out. He's playing us out. out. I guess we're done. <laughs> <laughs> is is there more you want to talk about? <laughs>
3: no, the, you, take it away. Uh, hey, if you guys want to see what 30 million balloons looks like floating through a city, check out this Sunday's video. Ooh. How many balloons would it take to lift the and house? That's a
1: little millennial whoop coming mm-hmm. on. Oh, hey,
3: Also, uh, my name is Matt. If you want to find me
0: on Tinder, please match with me.
2: I, <laughs> I a, a stock in GameStop. I need stock. your love. Up a lot. (laughs) I was wondering if I should hold that four thousand. Then they came along (laughs) and said it's not gonna be long before this whole thing goes crashing on down. So I got my shares and I brought them to the market. (laughs) And they said, son, it ain't worth what it was. We don't like it. (laughs) And now I'm sitting on 25 shares at GameStop. (laughs) I don't know what to do. What to do, <laughs> man?
3: This song, pretty good. It's sad man. <laughs>
4: sad song. Thanks for
3: listening, everybody. What? Consider subscribing <laughs> if you're not. Thank Subscribe. you so much. Subscribe.
4: <laughs> <laughs>